Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Small Business Digest Radio. My name is Don Mazzella, and I am your host for a program devoted to identifying strategies and suggestions to help small business managers increase profits, add sales, better manage cash flow, improve employee management, and streamline operations. Our guests are other entrepreneurs and experts offering their solutions to the problems and opportunities facing small business leaders. Our aim in each program is to provide one or two thought-provoking ideas or suggestions. So follow us on Twitter at hashtag 2SBDigest or at our website at www.smallbusinessdigest.net. You know, I got an email uh, after last week's program and said, you don't have uh, women on your program. Well, uh, we do. just happened that we have had a string this year of just men men guests. But today, uh, I feel particularly... uh, uh, happy because we ha- uh, have in this opening segment two very, very uh, uh, insightful women. I want to say intra- attractive. Uh, you can't see, but they are. Um, <laughs> but that's also a little condescending and a little chauvinistic. But all I want to, we're going to talk today um, for, with Beverly Jones and Stacia Pierce about uh, jump-starting your business and moving forward. First, we're going to start with Beverly and ask her a little bit about herself personally before we get into the topic. Well, I think I've probably had more careers than most. I've worked in universities, government, small law firms, big companies. And uh, about a dozen years ago, I decided to do what I really, really love, and that is to guide others in their careers. And so... um, Having been everything from a lawyer to a teacher, now I'm an executive coach working with all kinds of folks as they do career transitions and run their businesses and um, address all kinds of productivity issues. Stacia Pierce, you're CEO of Ultimate Lifestyle Enterprises. Tell us a little bit about yourself personally, and then I'll ask the first question. Well, I started out years ago, about 20 years ago, actually, just doing these big conferences and uh, retreats. And so after a while, women start asking me, you know, after I leave the retreat, what do I do next? I need your help. So I was tra- I transitioned from having these big retreats of like 3,500 women showing up for a weekend to just kind of narrowing in and making it a little bit smaller and more intimate and to whole life coaching. And so... I started my Ultimate Lifestyle Enterprises and my business coaching school, Success Mastery, and 
the rest, I could say, has been history. It was the best move ever made to just help people to jumpstart their life, jumpstart their business, and to transition from um, what they don't want to do to what they really want to do in life. And so it's been a great journey. Okay. Beverly, you you have written one of the better books that I've read recently. Tell us Thanks. about it and the name of the book and uh, uh, its main themes. The book is called Think Like an Entrepreneur, Act Like a CEO, and it's available just about anywhere that has books. And the the theme is that the kinds of things that help you become a leader are the same kinds of things that help you be a great entrepreneur, that help you be a, a, a good person in your community. There's some basics no matter where you are in your career, that will help you move forward. It basically two categories. One is the way you treat people and the, the character with which you, you exercise when you treat people. And the other are the things that you do to keep track of things and move toward your goals. So that's, that's a very quick summary of the book. Well, Stacy. Uh, what is the first thing you tell uh, your clients? I would say that they're jumpstarting their small business. The first thing I get my clients to do is just kind of set their goal and attention of what they want to do in their business and then to start strategizing from there. They have to write down an action plan to get started. So many times you get in touch with people and they're saying, hey, I want to do this, but they have no action plan to get started. They just, didn't, you know, they don't know what do I want to do first and so making a list can make it real easy you know just writing a list of one to ten let's do some action steps or what do we want to do where do we want to go from where we are to where we where we want to be and um and that gets them started and then of course from there they have to start doing some other things like research and and um their business idea and hunt and gather for information but you know just starting with setting a goal and getting a strategy and writing down a list is big is a big jump start to getting where you want to go in your business. Well, have you put this together into a book or some sort of course? Absolutely. I have um, Success Mastery Coaching Business School, and that's one of the first things we do. I give them this Success Mastery Journal that I give every client, and I also have a book that goes with it. It's called Success Attraction Notes and Quotes. And um, it's like a guided journal and book. And what I do is I just give it to my clients and I say, let's just start here. Let's start with writing down where we want to go and get some things on paper. I always say what's written is real. And so, you know, let's get out of our head and and get a plan of action. And so it's a big step for people. And then a lot of times you run into people who have an idea or a goal or something, but then they have done no research on the area they want to go into. And so I found that 80% of my clients, when they come to me, you know, one of the biggest things that's holding them back is they just haven't researched their area, whether it's they're going to photography business or to be a business coach or they're transitioning from corporate America to entrepreneurship. And so um, we just start doing some research together and getting some insight so they can take that leap to, you know, their next step and, and finally find out what does it take to run this business and who's doing it well and, you know, what similarities do I have and what do I want to incorporate into my business plan. Can I comment on that? Oh, yeah. I was just going to ask you to, I, Beverly. You are so smart. I, I think I absolutely agree with what 
you said, and um, beginning with writing down goals. And I, I think your point about writing makes such a difference, not only writing goals, but keeping track as yes. you go along so that you um, know what you've done each day and you measure your progress. Somehow, by writing things down, measuring each little step, you take a vague dream and you turn it into an actual achievable project. Absolutely. I agree. That's like a huge step. <laughs> well, uh, we'll go back to you, Beverly, and ask, well, after that first step, what do you do? And what do you advise your clients? Well, my uh, situations, I think, vary more widely, it sounds like. But in, in dealing with entrepreneurs, a situation that people often face is how do you go from being very, very small, maybe just you, to um, hiring your first people, using outside consultants. And I I think that um, learning to be consistently positive and practice giving good feedback and treating everybody around you in the same way is, is what we often work on. The secret to small business is often customer service. So knowing what kind of feeling do you want your customers to have and how are you going to deliver it can be a key to your business. And that can also be a key as you start to bring on other people, work with partners, hire people, figuring out what is the deal here, what do you, how do you want people to feel about it, and how do you consistently treat people can help a business to grow. How do you feel about that, Stacey? I think she's exactly right. Uh, I agree with that 100%, that especially when you're expanding your business, you definitely um, need to make sure that you understand, like, when uh, a lot of times my clients don't know when to get help. They don't know when it's time to, like, get add-on people or to, you know, get an assistant and that kind of thing. And sometimes they're kind of afraid to take that next move. And so... It's really important to know, like, if I'm expanding my business, I started it now, okay, now what do I do next? Is it time to grow it? Do I need to gather more people? Is that what's stopping me from, um, you know, really expanding my profits because I don't have enough help? And so that's really important in jump-starting your business. I also think that it's important to get help. I always tell people don't be afraid to get help from the jump. You know, that's where business coaches like, Beverly and I come in, you know, to sometimes people are afraid to just to get to hire the help to spend the money on getting help. And, you know, help can take months and turn it into weeks and take years to months and months to days, (laughs) you know, and so it can really shortcut your path to success when you do get the the help or even getting this mentors that can give you insight and input can be valuable to your business and to growing your business. I know that. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I was just going to uh, agree again. You know, we are, I think we would have a great conversation if we met for lunch, Stacey. But um, yes. <laughs> one of the things you can do for help um, also is to pull together a group of um, colleagues, people who have other small businesses or have other interests, and, and create a little support group 
of different kinds of folks. So that can um, stimulate ideas and also by looking at other people and what they're struggling with, you can get insights about what you want to do next. Yeah, people love that. It really helps them to strategize, even brainstorm their business. I have this online um, Facebook group that there's like 150 business um, entrepreneurs, leaders that are in, and they help each other. You know, I jump in and give advice sometimes and, you know, tell them certain directions and things to, you know, to do. But they help each other, you know, as they're growing their businesses. They get in there and they ask questions and they give each other resources and advice. And so, you know, just not trying to be a long ranger and do it by yourself. Getting the help, getting in groups, getting with other people makes a huge difference in, in, in the track record of your business and just really being able to move forward quickly. There's another well, thing I, I, related to See what I mean, ladies? You, you, don't, you don't need me anymore. Just keep talking. I'm <laughs> sorry. I keep jumping in, but I'm getting so excited because I think we're on such the same track. But uh, uh, something else to, to work on related to other people, which is, I think, a superpower, and that is listening. We Ooh, all yes. think we can listen, but what we tend to do, certainly what I used to do a lot um, when I was a lawyer, you're sort of trained to talk like this, is you listen and you're really focusing on what you're going to say next and learning to put that internal voice aside and actually listen to the other person can be so very useful when you're starting a business because you not only ask for help, you really listen to it, but also you listen to what your customers want, you listen to what your partners want, you listen to what's happening around you. One thing that I've seen... um, work for leaders who are struggling a bit is to have some kinds of listening training because great listeners tend to listen to their folks more than they talk. And practicing listening in a group where you take turns talking is a can help you grow as a as a leader as you're you're moving beyond from being a very small entrepreneur. I agree a hundred percent. You know, I have this saying that I always say um to my clients like if, or if I'm doing a seminar that the best marketing strategy is to listen. <laughs> so yeah. it's so true because, you know, your clients are telling you what they want. You know, your the, the people that you're trying to attract to your business are telling you exactly what they want. And if you can just listen and tune in to what they're saying, then you'll have the, you know, you'll be putting out the right products, you'll have the right marketing strategies, and you'll you'll know exactly what they want next from you and you'll be able to deliver it. I, I agree 100%. I think that's so important. Listening is huge too, especially when it comes to marketing your business. And that's a big question I always get from people. How do I market? You know, I don't want to seem salesy or, you know, how do I get more clients? How do I actually make this business grow? And I always say listening is the best marketing tool ever. To listen to what people want and give them what they ask for. Yeah. And one other thing on marketing, when I was writing my book, I was trying to think about all of the great entrepreneurs I know. And aside from the academic research, I was trying to notice what really characterizes these wonderful entrepreneurs that I can actually see. They, they're often um, good listeners, although not always. But 
what they seem to all do is become part of their communities, as part of of their marketing. They're not always out selling. They join groups. They see what needs to be done. They, They go to a variety of places, so their networks are open and broad. Marketing isn't just about selling all the time. It's looking around for for needs and opportunities to to help. That's so awesome. It's true. That brings us to an, another point of growing your business is networking. Oh, that's so huge to yeah. just out and meet people and, you know, go to as many events, especially when you're talking about jump-starting. You know, you have to get out and meet as many people as you can in and outside of your field, you know, attending events, social events, seminars, and just talking to people and listening to um, what their needs are, letting people know what you're doing, you know, what's next. You know, you just never know who you're going to run into that has, what I always say, another piece of your business puzzle. And so I believe that, you know, you have these conversations, you meet people on your road to, you know, your destiny and that you just meet people and you have these conversations and you meet someone that has another piece to your business puzzle. And that just can't happen if you're not out networking and talking and, you know, getting to know people and getting getting outside of yourself. So I tell people, get from behind the computer, get from out of your house, <laughs> yeah. get from, your, you know, your your office and actually get out and start networking and talking to people. You were talking earlier about the power of written lists, and I typically have my clients keep a list of people they want to talk to, events they want to go to, groups they'd like to join, and have them, encourage them to keep up a cadence of, you know, a rhythm of maybe twice a week or three times a week or whatever pace is right for them to have them sort of methodically reach out. It's so easy not to get around to it because there's always something pressing, but if you have a list and you promise that you will make so many efforts, then um, you do it and you get more imaginative because you want your list to grow. Yes, it's so true. uh, Let me interrupt you, ladies, for one thing. Uh, You're making my job easy. But will you identify (laughs) yourself uh, uh, when you talk to our audience? Absolutely. Will you identify yourself again and your book? This is uh, Bev Jones, and my book is Think Like an Entrepreneur, Act Like a CEO. Okay, and how can people reach you? My website is www.clearwaysconsulting.com. That has all my information, but also on Twitter, you can find me at Beverly E. Jones, B-E-V-E-R-L-Y-E-J-O-N-E-S. And uh, Stacia, uh, how can people find you, your book, and anything they want to know? This is Stacia Pierce, and I'm the author of Success Attraction Notes and Quotes, and also of the um, the Success Journal. And my website is lifecoach with the number two women dot com, and so they can reach me there. And I'm also on Twitter at at Stacia Pierce and on um, Instagram at Stacia Pierce. Okay. Now, we have waiting for for us I, uh, uh, our next guest, and I'd like to bring him into this conversation. And uh, hello there. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? 
this this should be Blake, is it? No, this is Steve Scheinbaum with BizFi. Okay, Steve, good. All right. Yeah, you're, you're the founder, uh, head of BizFi, and you're here to talk about uh, how to uh, uh, move ahead in small business this year. And I want to invite you to join the conversation um, we've been having. Uh, first, we'd like to ask you a little bit about yourself personally, and then um, I want to get into but I want our first two guests to stay on because uh, uh, um, I, it's one of those programs that's developing that uh, I think there's a good interaction with all of us. Do you mind, Steve? No, it'd be, be, be my pleasure. Um, okay. A little bit about me. I am a lawyer by trade. Um, I live and work in, in New York City. I grew up as a, um, as a doing complex litigation um, and became a transactional lawyer. And then I started BizFi. Uh, it was initially named Merchant Cash and Capital, which is an, uh, but we, we rebranded as BizFi several months ago. And BizFi is an online platform where business owners can come in and receive real-time quotes from up to 45 different funding partners um, simply by providing us or populating 10 to 12 fields of financial or economic data. Um, we actually are one of the financing partners on that platform, and we act very much like, um, like Progressive Insurance does. We show our offers side-by-side with, um, with that of our peers. And we presently fund around 1,500 merchants a month. Um, we've provided financing to around 30,000 different business business owners across the country. Um, and I had the pleasure of listening to the prior conversation, and I cannot tell you how um, how insightful it was. And glad to be on it. And in particular, the the key about listening, because I, you know, I'm fortunate enough to now have around 225 you know really smart people um who work who work for us and the one thing i find myself trying to tell them is to listen please just listen stop talking and listening to both our customers and one another um and and to each other because i think that's the key for 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 success in so in so many things uh, before we go any further steve uh your website our website is bizfi.com, D-I-Z-F-I.com. Okay. Um, you're here to talk about 2016, but I'd like to ask you a question first. Uh, how do you differ from a, uh, a, a, a factoring firm, or are they one and the same? Mm-hmm. Well, we we are a non-bank um we're a non-bank financing company that is on our platform our balance sheet business. We are not um lending against existing accounts receivable, which is what a factor does. So we have programs where we issue loans. We also have programs where we are buying future revenues at a discount if and when they materialize. However, we're one of 45 funding companies on the platform, and our platform has traditional factors there, as well as equipment finance companies, SBA lenders, and and traditional banks. Before I ask you about 2000, I have a question for for, for either one, Stacy or Beverly. How do you tell your your clients, uh, what do you tell them about financing? Either one, anybody want to talk about that? 
Well, a lot of my clients, when they come to me, they're in startup. And so I usually tell them before they go and get traditional financing to try to do some self-funding. So to try to first use what they have to um, start with, um, you know, asking the people they know, you know, and that kind of thing. Now, if I have a client, like, for instance, I had um, a client that started a syrup company and, of course, she had to quickly, she got a contract to get her product into Walmarts and to Publix. And so, of course, she needed a bigger cash flow, so we had to go through traditional funding. But most of the time, my clients, I'm telling them, you know, let's start small, start with self-funding, use what you have. People want to see you invest in yourself before they really invest in you and wow. um, and then grow from there. And so that's the that's the way I usually work with most of my clients, unless, like I said before, they they're a client that has a big market already and they need a lot of funding to jumpstart their business right away. My my clients uh, tend to be often pretty sophisticated and well-educated. I work with a lot of people who've been lawyers or something and are starting businesses as a second phase of life. And they tend to... Um, have some grounding, and I am not an expert in financing, but what I do say to them is explore more options than you think. There are more opportunities out there than there used to be. There are a wider range of possibilities. So cast a wide net as as you're doing your research and and don't make any kind of assumptions. Thanks. Steve, you you finance a lot of small businesses. What are the things you look for in a, in a business to, to give them the uh, the financial help they need? Um, we're we're looking at we're looking at a variety of factors, which w- which would include the reven- um the monthly and annual revenues that someone has. We're looking at their average uh, their average daily bank balances. We're looking at the credit at their credit to see how well or poorly they've paid their vendors or suppliers over time, as well as their individual credit, because that that gives us sort of a roadmap or insight into how in, into um, the quality or character of a person that that we're dealing with. Um, and when we're talking with people, we're we're we are very focused on how well someone um, can articulate the strengths and, and weaknesses in their businesses. We want people to be transparent and forthright with us, and we want them to, to be able to identify a problem, explain how the capital that they're looking for is going to solve that problem, and, and give us confidence that they will, in fact, be able to accomplish you know, what they say. Well, that's pretty concise. I don't think I can... Do articulate uh, my business uh, as well as that yet and I've been in a long time uh, but now let's get to the uh, to why why you're on the program how do you see 2016 I think 2016 here in the United States um, is is going to be a pretty good year I, we see year over year we see our business owners um, Growing their businesses, their sales are definitely up year over year with the merchants that we're that we're providing financing for. Um, you know, small business employs around half the people in this country, and uh, employment data has been has been positive. 
our GDP should be growing two to three percent. So I know at the moment, you know, some of the financial markets are are in a little bit of turmoil. But I think a lot of that is really based on on, on what's happening abroad and with respect to oil, and and is giving a a, a almost a, a misperception about the state of small business in the country because I think small business here is pretty healthy. Um, and there is, and, and as one of the other guests, you know, alluded to, there is so much money available for small businesses that um, much more than most small business owners think. And you know, from our perspective, if someone has been in business for six months and is um, and and has some positive momentum, um, we we are extremely confident that we that we can get them, you know, financing that they that they would need. Well, that's good to hear. Um, I'm going to go back to Stacy and, uh, and or Beverly for just how do you, uh, how do your clients feel about the, the economy and things in 2016? I would say um, I I feel like for 2016 it's going to be a great year for entrepreneurs. I think we're going to see a lot more people starting small business. Um, I, what's so awesome about um, this buy is that. It's um, actually one of the suggestions that we have for our clients. <laughs> and so we actually have in the last, um, like, four or five months, we give them a list of resources, and they're actually on our list of resources. matter of fact, my assistant just handed me a sheet and just showed me how many people I have referred to them. So it's just awesome to be on with them today. That is but amazing. Thank that, you so much. Yeah, it is. She just told me she was like, "Do you know that this is you have referred like over 10 people have actually specifically two doctors that just started a concierge service and they were looking for finances and we sent them to you." And so, I think that um 2016 is going to be a great year and I think there is financing available for small businesses like was like it was said earlier and I think that a lot more people are going to start their business in 2016. Um, we project it's going to be a great year, um, a turnaround year is what I've told my clients. I think that people are going to do a lot more networking and from business to business and um, help each other in business. I know that's what we're trying to get our clients to do. Like we're giving them resource sheets and we're suggesting they go to other businesses and to um, do a lot of collaborations. And that's what I've been working on in 2015, going to 2016, getting our businesses to collaborate. We just did a big collaboration with uh, Jessica Alba. Um, and so just I think that just business is going to turn in 2016. is going to be a great year, a great, great year of transition, a great year for financing, and a great turnaround. Stacia? This is Beth. Uh, there seems to be, Stacey, don't you think, a, a wave of interest in entrepreneurship, including Absolutely. older folks, uh, people taking early retirement, people who never thought they could start a business. Absolutely, absolutely. I think it's a, a huge wave of people, you know, jumping out there and saying, I want to do my own thing. I know that I personally have had a lot of doctors that I've been coaching them last year, and they're journeying to this new concierge service, their own private practice, and, you know, they just never thought that's what they would do. But people, and, they and you know, we're not talking about young doctors. We're talking about people that's been, you know, surgeons that's been in, you know, their careers for years, but they're saying, I want to do something different. So I think it's going to be a big year for entrepreneurship. And 
a big year for financing and really them getting the help they need to really start their businesses. And I think it's going to really change the economy around for America because, you know, we thrive off of business. That's what makes America thrive is the small businesses. Uh, uh, will you briefly explain what concierge medicine you're talking about? Concierge medicine is where you have a doctor that has been doing traditional practice and then they say, you know what, I want to have private clients where I personally um, see to all of your needs and you pay me a fee. So it's kind of like the coaching business but for a doctor. So, like, they would take on a client, a client would pay them, say, anywhere from 2500 to maybe $5,000 a year to be their personal concierge doctor, and they avoid a lot of um, going to the hospital and um, or to a doctor's office, and they come and see them personally, or they meet up in a private office setting. And so it helps you to not have to go through the system and all the paperwork, and every time you have to see a doctor to check in. And a lot of older people are really um, uh, keen to it because it helps them to not have to sit in waiting rooms for hours and to have someone personally to I'm on the to radio, I'm just them. waiting for the guy to stop asking, stop. Uh, um, we have uh, another guest who's been waiting patiently, and I just uh, opened his mic. Uh, uh, please introduce yourself. Uh, you're in 206. Hi, this is J.P. Whirlin from Pipeline Deals. Uh, how are you? Uh, Great, Donald, how are welcome you? Welcome to the show. We're having a, a somewhat different show today, so you're going to uh, join us uh, we've now uh, conferenced in f- uh, four of our guests, and uh, JP, uh, we're really glad you're with us. Um, uh, you're here to talk about tool, small uh, tools for small uh, small sales teams, and um, uh, I want you to join the conversation because we're having, I think, a very interesting interactive one. But first, tell us a little bit about yourself personally. Sure. My name is J.P. Whirlin, and again, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, I've been an entrepreneur uh, now in my second, third, or fourth company um, here at Pipeline Deals. Uh, we're a, uh, relationship, a relationships app for businesses to start, develop, and grow their relationships. Uh, personally, um, a bootstrap company for the first eight and a half years of our existence. Uh, I was listening in on the conversation around fundraising. Uh, found that interesting um, and applicable to my business. Um, we've been around since 2006, have now 30 employees um, around the world. Uh, we're a distributed team. Our offices are located here in Seattle, Washington, um, and we have a development team over in Poland um, and some folks sprinkled around the eastern U.S. and Canada. Uh, our primary goal is to help uh, companies be successful in growing their business, and we do that through technology. And so we're excited to join the conversation today. Well, we've, we've essentially in this hour uh, helping people personally with two consultants, financially with Stephen Scheinbaum uh, of BizPlanet. Now you've got a product. Uh, um, it's a, This is a much different show than I originally planned, but that's good. Um, tell us about your product uh, and what it does. Sure. Pipeline Deals uh, manages all the relationships uh, 
for you and your customers. So what we help you do uh, very simply um, and very cost affordably is manage your people in your in your your business relationships, those deals, and those companies with whom uh, you're prospecting, selling to, and um, on in an ongoing manner in the terms of uh, account management or project management. Uh, Pipeline Deals does this uh, through uh, cloud-based software, readily available on the cloud. Uh, for bootstrappers, we have a great bootstrapper program for anyone out there who is not yet profitable and not yet um, has not taken outside investment. We offer this product, our standard product, for free um, on the honor system, and we have about 100 companies who have taken us up on that offer. We also have paid plans at the $24 and $48 per user per month mark. Um, we, we have over 3,600 companies around the world in about 100 countries using the tool uh, to organize these relationships and grow these relationships. We help you prioritize, sort, uh, share, and collaborate on your sales pipeline. Uh, business could be a one person, one one solopreneur in their their home office, or it could be a multinational corporation of 750 users all over the world. Um, well, I'm going to put uh, Steve, if, if you're there, he just presented his his uh, company to you. What what do you think of his presentation? I think this presentation is is great. It's compact. It's concise, condensed, and um, it's it, it's a type of business that we're that that we're funding. Um, we're funding businesses from three months to you know twenty five or thirty years, and people that have you know three employees up to hundreds and hundreds of employees. And interestingly. We, we we work with many channel partners. Like we just did a deal last week with a large with, with a large bank platform where they're taking our where we're private labeling our website and our and, and our optionality that we've created for business owners, and they're pushing that down through their software and through their bank platform to loan officers. You know, thousands of actually hundreds of thousands of loan officers around the country to provide. Um, to provide financing for even our customers' customers, you know, um, with the goal with the goal being to really just educate and inform small business owners about the wide array of financing products that are available for them, you know, out the, out there today. But uh, aren't you a little bit cannibalizing your own business um, by, in effect, putting a competitor in the field? Well. It, um that's a great that's a great question but we have taken a much longer um view and approach towards a small business owner so we we started our business as a as a financing company as a balance sheet business and now we are one of 45 lenders on our platform so every day we're presenting business owners with with the options that we have as well as the options with that of our competitors have and to us, it's a, it, that that's fine. The first the first goal to build our brand is to make sure that that small business owners and operators and entrepreneurs get the financing that they need um, to grow to grow and sustain their businesses. And we're just really confident that at the end of the day, someone will use us 
to facilitate and find the right financing for them. Um, and in a good portion of a good portion of the time, it will be our capital. Others, it will be that of our peers, and and, and that's fine with us. It really is. Well, what do you think of his idea of, in fact, giving it away on the honor system? Which, by the way, I've not heard before, and I congratulate you, JP, on this. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it just speaks to our bootstrapper roots, right? This company started in my second bedroom in my business partner's kitchen table in uh, in a caffeine-infused work session a few years ago. We came up with this idea. Uh, we love giving back. I, I carve out... Uh, hours every week uh, or more to help entrepreneurs. Um, it's something I'm passionate about. One of your earlier guests said small businesses drive the co- economy. Uh, I couldn't agree more. I believe entrepreneurship uh, is just a core American value uh, and is, is, is a worldwide value of, of uh, creating your own future, and it's something we love to promote. I'm going to go back to Beverly. Um, uh, I just finished an article for a major magazine about the fact that cu- customer service has not uh, kept uh, pace with uh, technology. And in mm-hmm. effect, we're not taking enough time to uh, uh, properly use or understand technology. Uh, uh, what, what do you tell your people uh, about technology? I um, am a a believer in taking advantage of the tools, but I don't think you can convince or you can confuse the tools with relationships. At its core, customer service is a relationship between you and some other person. And the technology should help you make that connection but can't replace it. So Focusing on the response from the customer, including the emotional response, is what I often bring my clients back to. It gets Stay back here. to that what we were talking about earlier, about listening. What are they saying? What are they getting? What do they need? What's their feedback? You can't just create a technological structure and let it go. Great, um, uh, Stephen. You, uh, you, you've gone from one to from uh, essentially a lending company to um, a technology company. Uh, how do you feel about all of this? Stephen, is anybody there? I'm here. Here. I think we might have lost yeah. some people. <laughs> mm. On the board, you're all. Yeah, I guess Steve. Uh, I'm sorry, Stephen. Uh, somehow or other, he got uh, cut off. I hope he calls back. But in, in the meantime, uh, I'm going to go to JP. Uh, and 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 uh, it's just JP. What is your given name? Uh, it's my great grandfather's name. JP stands for James Price. Ah. Uh. Um, I hate to keep calling you JP. Um, Please do, because uh, someday I hope to emulate JP Morgan. So I, I'm I'm still working <laughs> at that goal, but uh, hope springs eternal. Well, um, how long have you been in business? 
<laughs> Pipeline deals since 2006. Myself, I've been, I started out with a paper route in fourth grade. So um, I'm not a Mark Zuckerberg, uh, you know, crafting awesome code in my dorm room. Uh, but I enjoy work. I enjoy being creative. Uh, I enjoy building things, and I enjoy helping others. So uh, I wouldn't, wouldn't trade what I do for anything in the world. Well, I think you're going to be successful. If you've been in business eight, eight years, we generally say it's the um, it's the uh, uh, if you hit the fifth year, then you know your your business is least that will survive. Um, Beverly Jones, I'm going to go back to you and okay. ask you a question. How do you uh, get get your clients to pace themselves to understand that that uh, business is not a uh, dash, but rather a, a long-distance marathon? Gosh, that is a good question. I tend to work with a lot of people who want to work around the clock, and what I often do is ask them to back away a little bit and look at their entire lives, and I ask them, why are they working so hard? If you can see your life and all of its parts, including being physically fit and family and friends and thinking about the reasons that you're driven, it helps you to back away a little bit. And the more balanced you can create the scope of your life, I think the better you are at listening, at dealing with people, at exercising judgment. So having a the wide view can can help you pace yourself well what about you stacy how do you view it well i tell my clients to think of three things they love to do so i you know when you go into business you know it's a lot of work and especially when you're talking about bootstrapping your business the beginning days you're burning the midnight oil and you're working really hard but after you get to a place where your business is running pretty smooth and you, you have a hold of things i tell them to you know, find three things that they enjoy to do, make sure that they, they write it down, and to take some time every single week to just engage in those activities. I try to keep it, you know, pretty simple for them so that they can have a balance between work and adding in some play. And, you know, I always remind them that you're working really hard so that you can free up some time. <laughs> you know, you're doing a lot of work so that you can have some free time to enjoy the work of your labor. And so I try to get them to incorporate those three things early on, you know, in their business endeavor so that as they grow their business, they're not just working, 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 and not having any time for themselves. And it creates a, a real balance in life. When you just find three activities that you, it can be simple, doesn't have to be, you know, extreme, but some of my guys, of course, they like to go off and, you know, and fish and that kind of thing. And some of the ladies like to just take some time, maybe to just to browse the bookstore alone. But, I just tell them to find some things that you really enjoy to do that, you know, taking you away from the business platform, but it's an indulgent, a personal indulgement, and it'll cause you to really be creative when you come back to business. That really sounds good. Um, um, now I'm going to go to JP. How do you uh, separate yourself from business? Or don't uh, you? Interesting question. Um, to me, this is, I don't know, like, practicing meditation or something it's not i don't see it as something you ever achieve as a ceo or an entrepreneur um and it, it depends on 
where you are in your business journey, right? I think those early days, the first three or four years, were much different than the you know now that we're hitting year ten in May. Um, I embrace the fact uh, I've called it for a long since about two thousand two the integrated lifestyle for better or for worse and. Um, I don't have a lot of separation, but I have a lot of freedom. And for me, what I've found that works is uh, maintaining a balance within the day of engagement and disengagement from the business, although um, it's hard, I'll be honest, it's hard to shut down. And I don't think for an entrepreneur or CEO, you ever truly shut off the business. You're thinking about it a lot. I do take uh, time. Uh, I love to travel with my family, and I will take time, uh, whether it's on a road trip here in the States or um, maybe a more uh, exotic uh, long-distance travel and um, overseas uh, once every two years or so. And I will unplug completely, and I find that a very nourishing and recharging time. But I, um, I enjoy work i enjoy the the the, for me uh, the company is my playground and i love the people i work with so i don't it it does cause stress but for me um finding that balance it's and it's always a balance and it 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 ebbs and flows sometimes even you know last week i'm crunching it you know 60 70 hour week um and then other weeks i'll just i'll back off um but it's also different when you have a team you're leading and you need to lead by example. So that's a very loaded question. I don't think it's something I'd, I've cracked the code for, um, but uh, it's it's an eternal pursuit. Well, that's pretty, pretty good. Uh, your website, JP? PipelineDeals.com. PipelineDeals.com, all one word. Um you can check us can you out. Spell it out for our, our, our yeah. radio audience. Sure, p i p e l i n e d e a l s dot com. Uh, meet the team. See who's who's the. I believe in the humans behind the software. Um, one of your speakers or one of your earlier guests uh, mentioned uh, the value of relationships. So you could start to see who uh, are the people behind this technology company. Um, very near and dear to our heart. Oh, um, I'm going to go back to Beverly uh, for our closing. Beverly, what were t- two things you would tell our audience? Uh, about 59% of our audience are um, presidents and or owners. What would you tell them? Gosh, I would – there's so many things to say, but one thing I would say is – Manage your attitude along with everything else. Entrepreneurs tend to be optimistic, but some of them haven't yet learned that optimism can be a choice, and there are lots of ways to develop a more positive attitude when you're feeling burned out. So know that you can choose optimism and also be positive in your dealings with other people, focus on what they need, and look at positive outcomes for the other person. Um, Your book again and how people can reach you? The book is Think Like an Entrepreneur, Act Like a CEO. I'm on Twitter at Beverly E. Jones, and the website is Clearways, that's with an S, Clearways 
www.ethicalconsulting.com. Well, thank you. Stacia, it's your turn. What would you think of, what were the two things you might like to talk about? I would say overall just to um, establish healthy relationships and maintain them. I think that's important as we grow our businesses and, you know, and our lives are changing, just to get some real good healthy relationships, good people around you, people personal and people to just mastermind with and brainstorm with about your, your business and your growth. And then I would say to just, um, you know, find your, your gratitude spots, you know, to maintain grateful as you're on your journey of success and even when you feel like you've arrived in certain places and to, um, you know, even maybe take time to document your gratitude along the way. And so those would be my two biggest things that I think personally that um, you keep those at your core. Um, then a lot of other things will just work and flow together <laughs> like like it should. And so I, I know that when usually people get out of, um, when they feel like they're out of balance, those are usually what I have to tell them to bring them back into balance or just to find joy in their work again. You know, I, I agree with JP, like he said earlier, I love what I do, so it never feels like work. <laughs> it always feels like play, even when it's hard. But um, some people need to just have that, that balance. Um, and if people want to reach you, how do they do it? They can reach me at lifecoach with the number two women dot com online. Of course, my Twitter is just Dr. Stacia Pierce, and um, and then my book is Success Attraction Notes and Quotes. And you can get that anywhere, any Barnes and Noble or online. And then the Success Journal can be found anywhere as well at uh, any okay. local bookstore or online. And uh, JP. You, you, you've been a serial entrepreneur. What are the two things you've learned that you would like to share? Uh, number one is people do business with people they like. Um, that, for me, has won the day time and time again in growing a business. Um, and no, number two is ideas are cheap, execution is everything. So... Um, I think that's a like that topic one. unto itself, but um, you gotta you gotta put those ideas into action uh, if you're going to realize, you know, face those fears, face the doubters, and execute. So um, that's that's the advice I give to entrepreneurs pretty regularly. Well, um, Beverly Jones, Stacy Pierce, Stephen Scheinbaum, and J.P. Worland, thank you for joining us today. Uh, I've certainly learned a lot, and I hope our audience has as well. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Donald. Thank you for listening tonight. All of our guests are invited because they offer actionable advice to our audience. They do not pay to join us, but rather demonstrate their capacity for helping our audience add profits. Thank you for listening, and we'll be here again next week with other experts to talk about ways to improve your profit picture. Remember, we're here every week at blogtalkradio.com slash smallbusinessdigest. If you like what you heard today, tell others about our efforts. If you would like to be a guest or suggest topics for future hours, email me at info at smallbusinessdigest.net. That's info at Small Business Digest.
www.thebibleshow.net. We would also like to remind listeners that besides our radio efforts, Small Business Digest comes to you via the web, through our video channel, and in our magazine. You can subscribe for any or all of these by going to smallbusinessdigest.net. That's smallbusinessdigest.net. Thank you, and have a good day. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.